Greta was dreading having to find another hybrid publishing company to help her get her next romance novel onto the market. The reason is, is because of her terrible experience with the very first company that she had gone with, so maybe trying a different company would be the solution that she needs. However, this may be the wrong question, and that's one of the reasons in today's video we're going to discuss self-publishing, the best option for you. This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com, where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. So the thing is, Greta, she's a romance author, and she has a couple of books that are already out on Amazon. She lives in Germany, and she was getting ready for her next one. She was very disappointed, though, with her previous ones that she had done, and she wanted to get her latest romance novel book onto the market. The problem was, in order to get this onto the market, she had to find a company that could help her going through the steps from the formatting, editing, uh, layout and design, as well as the covers and pulling it all together and then this whole setting up accounts and all of these things, figuring out how to get it distributed across multiple channels. At some point, maybe getting an audiobook version of it, the ebook, paperback, hardback, all of these things seem so confusing. And that's the reason she went with a hybrid pub, self uh, hybrid publishing company. And so the thing was though, is she had a lot of bad experiences. and. Particularly, the bad experiences covered a number of areas. The one was that the book itself was not uploaded onto her own ID on the accounts. So if there was a sale made, they would have to inform her. But for some reason, once they had gotten money from her to put the whole thing together and post it, they had no real motivation at this point to answer questions or even tell her whether she was making sales. She had to bug them and bug them and bug them in order for them finally to reply back, okay, fine, we'll send you the sales report, which shows like no sales at all. And then, But they're like, oh, but if you would like, we can help you market the book for $1,000. And so that was another option that they gave her. In addition, that she found that there were some spelling mistakes and formatting issues. The, the the margins on the sides were not equal, and the and and different grammar mistakes. In addition, she was choosing to change a little bit of the order around into adding some paragraphs to some of the stuff that she had done previously. And she was informed they would definitely be willing to do that at around $100 a change. And so every time she wanted to change something, she was going to have to pay a lot of money to these people. But they already showed they were having issues. And when they did make some of the changes, there wasn't the change that she had requested. So they had obviously outsourced a lot of the work to somewhere else in the world where the people did not completely understand the request. And so they would make these changes at a very high price for her. And then at the end of the day, well, how many sales was she getting? Well, nope, she's dependent upon them. Now, I did find out from Greta that I asked, well, hold on, you, what, what about the, the book? Is it under their account? And she said, no, I own the copyright to the book. But in reality, who cares if you own the copyright if, you're not, if you don't have control over the book and the formatting that's going on there. And so she was beginning to wonder if maybe if she doesn't get this other book or find a, another company that can do this for her, that her latest romance novel would end up flopping. She began to doubt if she even had the patience to really go through this whole thing again as she was looking for these other companies. And so the thing was, is by looking for these other hybrid publishers, she found a lot of things in common with her very first one, which was the first thing, it's that 
she didn't really find many people who could say they were a good company. But on the sales page, she found all of the testimonials about the company, but nobody else seemed to. She tried to find Facebook groups and other sites that would talk about were people who were so satisfied with the services delivered. She was wondering if other people. When she looked deeper, she found some people were complaining, but in terms of anytime somebody wanted to put up a website that would complain, these sorts of things would be taken down. The company would sue and ensure that nobody could actually get out there and say something bad about what exactly was being delivered, and that made it really difficult. The second thing was, is she tried when finding a new company, she noticed the same pattern, which is the sales pages make it sound so wonderful and great and get the book out there and sell millions of copies. But then when she actually would attempt to find anybody who said anything positive, the only positive statements were the people on the page, on the sales page, the testimonies of these customers who had actually had a positive experience, but they could never be found. Where exactly are these people who are so happy? Because for some reason, they don't seem to be on the internet. Now, there's lots of things, people who are excited about all sorts of hobbies and things on Reddit and Facebook groups and stuff like Tesla or, or other things where you, you have a particular, maybe you're a big Mac enthusiast and you'll hang out there and then you share tips and secrets and, you, and you're able to really enjoy that community. But for a lot of these companies, she was discovering there weren't these communities. They, in fact, it seemed to be as if people really weren't happy with the work that was being done. And so she was beginning to doubt completely whether or not this hybrid model of publishing was even a model that would work for her. So what she ended up doing was she posted a question on Quora and I answered her question regarding this whole subject of is hybrid publishing really a good idea at all? And of course, I don't believe, I believe self-publishing is definitely the way to go. So she booked a free discovery session that she found in the description, and we were able to sit down and take a look at her romance novels that she has on the market and where strategically she needs to go next with regards to her future novels, because we were noticing mistakes on the covers and things that were not optimized on the descriptions. And of course, she'd have to pay $100 a pop every time she wants to make a change to her previous books. And one of our policies is that we do not go backwards in time and spend lots of resources on old books. We will optimize them if we have access to those files, but we're not gonna use an infinite amount of time on that. Rather, we're gonna use our time to try to improve what we're doing and future books that are coming onto the market. But the thing is, the advantages on the self-publishing front, as I was telling Greta about, it's that you completely control everything yourself. The other thing is we outsource the tasks that we don't have the skill sets to do. So that'd be like the cover design, the editing, these sorts of things, we outsource them, but we choose who's doing that work. We choose the price. And if we're not happy, we can simply choose a different person to do those jobs again. Secondly, we can actually see the, the stars that they have on Upwork and Fiverr, the two main sites we use for this, or even 99designs for the covers specifically. You find my affiliate link in the description where I highly recommend going with them because then you can try different covers for your book at a reasonable price, um, which is fantastic. In addition, you only pay for what you have to. You don't pay for services you don't want. And if you need changes and stuff, you don't have a problem because if you're going through what I recommend, which is Juto for the formatting of your book as an absolute must as you're going through it and you're working through the uh, my formatting course below in the description and you're going through that, then we're going through the steps of how exactly to format the book and get it in the right format. And when you want to add new paragraphs or change the styles or if there's something wrong with the margins, you just fix it. Hit a button, print out the latest, get the latest version in the EPUB format or whatever PDF, and then we're able to post it on those sites. 
sites. In addition, you can put on as many sites as you want. You have access to the dashboard so you can see how your sales are going. So we're not going through some intermediary who's they decide if they're going to even tell you what exactly is happening with your book, which is a complete waste of time having to go through them because are they even being honest with you? Do they even have the people if the if the people that don't even understand English when you were writing to them to ask them to change certain aspects of your book like Greta was doing, are they even going to understand when you're saying, hey, am I what, what's going on? Am I getting sales? Uh, what's the next step? And it's like, well, hey, we're ready to jump back in for $1,000 to give you our, our social media marketing package. I had somebody recently, I think it was Lisa, who recently came and asked me about this one. Should I pay $900 for a social media marketing package for my book? And I said, absolutely not. That is a terrible idea since I push uh, content marketing and ads is the way to go on that front. And that does involve social media marketing. However, we're, we're being very careful here. It doesn't cost us $900 to do it. It's going to be a slow process, but we're not going to pay money and then we're really not going to see a return on the investment. And so I suggested for Greta, in her case, the next step, of course, was to go through my absolutely free self-publishing secrets checklist as you're moving through the steps and ask questions as you go. And that thing is uh, directly below here in the description. Just grab a free checklist here. And so as she was working through the checklist, she did have some questions, but like many of my students they'll and clients, they'll go back and forth and they'll send questions and we answer the questions. We're able to go back and forth uh, a couple times so that we can get you started on your journey. Um, but the, the thing is, is as she was getting almost finished with this, she did find one thing that was a little frustrating for her, for her in this case. It was the fact that like when you're doing covers or these things, there's so many people to choose from who can deliver these covers or deliver or do these sorts of things like on Upwork or 99designs. And so it can be confusing of knowing which one is the correct one or the best choice. And the answer is yes, this is the one thing about self-publishing. One is you have to understand the phases, which are laid out in the checklist below in the description. But the second thing is you have to make choices. Who's going to design the cover? Are you going to do it yourself? Are you going to hire somebody else to do it? And then what's a good cover? And there's a lot of questions. And my thing is you're going to make a lot of mistakes. So just choose anything. Sometimes some of my students will ask, hey, well, should I do this or should I do that? They just don't know which way is the right option. And my thing is, is this your first time doing that, th that thing? Then just choose anything and do it. In other words, it's like ready, ready, fire, aim. In other words, before we spend too much time trying to get our, our aiming our sights on the correct option, just do anything. Motion is the key. So if you want to exercise, get going like running a marathon, just get running at all. And you're like, well, should I wear these shoes or these pants? Or this? Just put something on there and get out there and get some exercise. And once you feel your feet are hurting, then we can address maybe you should try a different pair of shoes. I hope that makes a little bit of sense. And that was what I was trying to get clear with Greta as well, which was this idea is we're not going for perfection. And every step of the way, as a self-publisher, you're going to make a mistake. Now, I'm sorry. I wish you could do it without making mistakes. I know so many people who are continually talking about publishing and stuff, and they, they want to get everything so perfect that they don't do anything. And really, we want to get something out there. And usually with the discovery session, we're able to look at exactly how to optimize what you're doing You know, as we're moving through these phases to make sure you are not making the same mistakes that so many self-publishers, the problem they have is that they do get something out there, but then the next book has the exact same mistake. And that's what we're going for. But in Greta's case, I commented to her. I said, look, we, we, we talked her through some of these steps. But ultimately, it's just doing something, making progress, doing a first time. Once you've done it once, then we can say, okay, what did we find was positive? What did we find was negative? And what can we do differently in the future in order to, to get this thing moving forward, get your book self-published and selling? And the thing was, at the end, she was feeling incredibly empowered. She suddenly, for the first time in her life, found that she had control over the book's 
over what was happening in the entire process. And I personally have never met anyone who had self-published who said, oh, that was a terrible idea. I so regret learning how to get my book formatted you know, in Juto, learning how to get my covers chosen, finding an editor and pulling it all together and getting the audiobooks done, and then tweaking things and improving and optimizing the pages so I'm making more sales on my next book and the book after that. I've never met a person who regretted it. I've just never met those people. I've met people who just didn't want to take the time in order to learn these skills that are necessary to get your book selling, but I've never met a single person who said, oh, you know, self-publishing, that was the worst mistake in my life. I should have gone with a hybrid publisher where they have all the control and they make all of the decisions instead. There are some people who never finished the self-publishing process who wish they maybe went with a hybrid. And if that's you and you just don't have the time but you have the money, then you can pay these people to take all of the control and all of the decisions to make sure that your book at least gets onto the market. But I do not recommend that for 99% of you. And now you know who you are when you're looking at your books. You've written this amazing uh, book or at least a good one in your mind. You've edited it yourself, and now we're ready to move on to getting this thing self-published, and this is going to be the right option for you as it has been for thousands and thousands of other self-publishers who have been able to get through this particular process. And one of the questions, though, that Greta was asking also was, okay, once I do it, which site do I put it on? Because the hybrid publishers, they had made all of the decisions before, and she needed to figure out what exactly was going to be the best option. And that's one of the reasons when telling her the best self-publishing platform for authors you're going to want to check out this video here, and I will see you over there.